pain has reached epidemic proportions in America. I'm Dr. Paul Christo. This is Aches and Gains. Dr. Paul Christo is one of America's leading experts on relieving pain. He's board-certified, Harvard-trained, and a pain medicine specialist at Johns Hopkins. U.S. News and World Report ranks him as a top doctor and among the top 1% in the nation for pain management. Becker's Review selected him as one of the 70 best pain management physicians in America. He's listed as a super doctor for the Washington, D.C., Baltimore, Northern Virginia area. Aches and Gains is a weekly talk show covering all aspects of pain and pain relief. The human impact is real. Older adults, children, and even infants struggle to cope with pain. But there's hope. And there are treatments that can ease pain and suffering. The show offers compelling stories about people who found relief. We share cutting-edge treatments from contributing experts, and we offer ways to help people cope with their pain. Welcome to the show. The knee is the largest joint in the body, and the knee joint has great susceptibility to injury, degeneration from age, and arthritis. In fact, the prevalence of knee pain in the population is about 19%. The joint itself comes together from the thigh bone, shin bone, and kneecap. Ligaments and the quadriceps muscle help hold it together. Cartilage inside the joint mold the surface of the bone, and fluid compartments called bursa lubricate structures of the knee. In adults, the most common causes of knee pain are due to overuse and trauma. On today's show, we'll first hear from Joe Montana, one of football's biggest names. He'll share how he's successfully treated and overcome arthritic knee pain. Then orthopedist Dr. Kevin Stone talks to us about the most advanced surgical and non-surgical techniques for treating knee problems. Aches and Gains is supported by Medtronic, Mylan Pharmaceuticals, Purdue Pharma, Endo Pharmaceuticals, Horizon Pharma, Pentech Health, and Boston Scientific. For live online listening to Aches and Gains, please go to paulchristomd.com. To access podcasts of the show, please go to paulchristomd.com. If you have any questions or comments for Dr. Christo, please email him at achesandgains at gmail.com. Joe Montana's accomplishments as a quarterback on the football field are legendary. Among them, four Super Bowl championships, two-time NFL Most Valuable Player, eight Pro Bowls, the Comeback Player of the Year, and his election to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Today, we're glad to have the opportunity to get to know Joe as a person who struggles, like many of us, from pain, but who's been able to move beyond it. Joe, welcome to Aches and Gains. Thank you. Good to be here. Before we begin, tell us what you've been doing. I mean, I read that you're selling your Sonoma County estate. Yeah, we're just uh, trying to downsize a little bit and and move. You know, all, all our kids are gone, and the house is really on the larger side, and it's time for someone else to enjoy it, and we've actually moved into the city in San Francisco. And I hear you're a winemaker as well. Um, we do a little bit of wine with Ed Spragia. We don't do a ton, but we do enough just to uh, have fun with. It's not really... It, all the, all the uh, proceeds go into our found, family foundation. It's called Montagia. It's actually half of our last name and half of Ed's last name. Oh, that makes sense. Uh, Montagia. And how are your boys? They're still in college, and they uh, are both playing football, so the weekends are kind of taken up. One's back in West Virginia, one's in L.A. So right now we've been splitting our time between going to... Jen goes to one game, I go to another. And speaking of football, how old were you when you started playing? I started when I was eight, playing Pop Warner. But I actually played all three sports, baseball, basketball, and football, all the way through high school, and actually... 
baseball even into my freshman year at Notre Dame where I was playing on an American Legion team back in Pennsylvania. It's not difficult to imagine that someone might start to feel knee pain when week after week 300-pound linemen are chasing you, trying to slam you to the ground. I mean, did your knee pain begin with any particular event or did it develop through wear and tear of weekly football activities? As a quarterback, your front, your left leg for a right-hand thrower is always sticking out. And, and you're always rotating over the top of it. So it was a lot of wear and tear, and a lot, some of it also just hits over the year that kept, gets hit because it sticks out there in the front. Did your pain begin when you were in college at Notre Dame, or was it later when you started playing for the San Francisco 49ers? No, not till, uh I got to the NFL with the 49ers. I think 81 was my first knee surgery, something like that. I've had like six or seven scopes on my left knee. Wow, that's a lot of knee surgeries. Uh, Joe, you know, we rely on the knee to walk, bend, run. It's critical for just getting around. As a quarterback playing professional football, I mean, it seems like knee injuries can absolutely ruin your career. Oh, yeah. They ruin most people's career. Usually the one that stops more people than anything. Right now it's becoming concussions, but for the whole it's been, you know, knee injuries for the most part. What do you do to protect your knees from pain and injury when playing football? Well, you, you, you spend a lot of time with anti-inflammatories for your whole body most of the time. That's about, and, you know, then usually it's ice. And, you know, fortunately for the guys on, at that level, there's a lot of good quality care. And so um, that's a lot of its maintenance, you know, every day. You know, you come in, you ice down and do the things that you got to do and to, so you can play on Sunday. Are physical therapy and strength training also important? Well, I think so to a certain degree because I think the stronger you are, you know, the less chance there is for the things to move around in ways that they're not supposed to move. Yeah. <laughs> when you get hit, hit or you stop or you turn. And, um, but I didn't lift a lot of weights when I was playing at all. Joe, how do the coaches view pain? I mean, do they sort of tell you guys to grin and bear it, or do they take it seriously? You have to learn, I guess, the difference between injury and, and hurt. If you're just hurt, you can play. If you're injured, then, you know, you take it serious because they don't want anyone... The sooner they can get you back and healthy, the better off they are as a team. So um, they take it serious when, when the injury is serious. But there's also that the players you know, know that, hey, I've got to be able to play with a certain amount of pain. Right. So it seems like it's really about pain tolerance. Well, you know, if, if you're always in hurt and it's always little things, it's a little nag here, a little nag there, they, they, they don't wait on you. After a while, they just say, okay, he's, always, he's injury prone. He can't play with any any of those pains, so we got to find someone who can we can count on every week. It's a lot of times it separates who plays and who doesn't. Whether the money was there or not, you just want to play. The game's just it's just crazy fun to be on the field. Hard to explain it, but that's the way it is. When we come back from the break, we'll talk to Joe about what the trainers do for pain. I'm Dr. Paul Christo, and you're listening to Aches and Gains. Aches and Gains is supported by Medtronic, the global leader in medical technology alleviating pain, restoring health, and extending life for millions of people around the world. Mylan Pharmaceuticals, one of the world's leading generic pharmaceutical companies. Discover why at Mylan, quality isn't just a claim, it's a cause we've made personal at seeinsidemylan.com. Purdue Pharma, making a positive impact on healthcare and on lives. Reminding everyone to safeguard medications in their home. Welcome back to the show. We're speaking with Joe Montana about knee pain. Joe, uh, what do the professional trainers do to help the players in pain? One of the things that they demand, or, or the team demands, is that if you're hurt, you have to go to treatment. And if not, you get fined. So 
they have all the latest equipment to deal with pain, with any kind of pain. For me, I had a lot of swelling on my knee, so I would go in and I'd get into one of those, it's like ice water that's pumped through a sleeve, and then at the same time, not only is it cold, but it, it, but it gives you, uh, it tries to squeeze the fluid out of the joints. Wow, it sounds pretty effective. Joe, a lot of my patients with knee pain, and pain in general, will say that it just makes them irritable, cranky, and, and frankly disheartened. Has that happened to you? Pain is part of our business. That's the difference. The pain that we play with, in a lot of cases, people would, would be staying home from work, but we play with it because it's part of the game. It stays with you. It doesn't go away. I have bursitis in my right shoulder. All of a sudden, I still go out and throw football with my boys, and then I deal with the pain after. <laughs> I know it's going to be there, but you do it. It takes longer to get warmed up, but that's just the way, the way it is. That's great. You don't let it get the best of you. Uh, Joe, which treatments have been the most effective? I mean, herbals, acupuncture, anti-inflammatories? Well, I think the thing I've found that's really helped a lot for me has been I was introduced to joint juice by a Dr. Stone here in the city when I went to see him about my knee and looking at partial replacement. And he said I wasn't ready for that. And he was telling me about this stuff he was working on. And I'd heard about the glucosamine chondroid mixes before, but, you know, it's not like it's a big pain reliever. It's one of those things where you don't notice it until you stop taking it. And when, and when I don't take it, it's a little bit tougher. So what I do basically is I make a protein shake in the morning with them when I'm at home. And if not, I just drink them in a water. Uh, and that's just once a day. Joe, how long did it take before you noticed an effect? It, it was like, I don't know, 20 to 30 days. I, I, you know, I can't really give you a, a definite time. It's just because you don't, it's not something you go, damn, I don't hurt anymore. What about other therapies? I mean, for example, have you tried hyaluronidase or synvisc injection into the knee? Yeah, I've had synvisc before uh, a number of times, especially when you're playing uh, or when you come out of the off-season, you try something. Yeah, it's helpful for a short amount of time, and then it goes away. You've partnered with Joint Juice to develop Joe Montana's Joint Health Training Camp. What's that all about? It's a simple program that kind of helps you to get through uh, your aches and pains through the day and how to, how to manage them. We even go into the point where you... Uh, gives you foods to eat, and if you can lose weight at the same time as you use the program, you can also, you know, find ways that hey, all of a sudden I don't have as much pressure in there. So I'm glad your program is emphasizing the importance of healthy living through through diet, exercise, and weight control. Joe, for those who have knee pain or or just pain in general and feel like there's no end in sight, what words of encouragement do you have for them? Well, first thing you should do is see your doctor if it's that bad because there may be more wrong than you think. There's always ways to, to make it better. You have to work at it. It takes an effort. I take the joint juice, but I also work at it, staying in shape and trying not to be overweight. So, and that helps me manage it. And finally, what are your plans for the future? Real retirement. I'm, I'm still too busy right now for being retired. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just getting ready to go catch a plane again here. I'm trying to pack it as we're talking. And with that, I want to thank you very much, Joe Montana, for joining us today on Aches and Games. You bet. My pleasure. Thank you. Up next is orthopedist Dr. Kevin Stone, who will talk to us about the most advanced surgical and non-surgical techniques for treating knee problems. I'm Dr. Paul Christo, and this is Aches and Games. Aches and Games is supported by Endo Pharmaceuticals, a U.S.-based specialty healthcare solutions company that delivers innovative diagnostics, drugs, devices, and clinical data to meet the needs of patients in areas such as pain, urology, oncology, and endocrinology. Horizon Pharma, a biopharmaceutical company that develops and commercializes innovative medicines to target unmet therapeutic needs 
in arthritis, pain, and inflammatory diseases. Pentech Health, one of the nation's largest pharmacy and nursing companies, dedicated solely to providing in-home care for patients with implanted pumps used for the treatment of severe pain or spasticity. Dr. Kevin Stone is an orthopedist specializing in sports medicine and injuries of the knee, shoulder, and ankle joints. He's recognized internationally as an authority on cartilage and meniscal growth, replacement, and repair. Dr. Stone, welcome to Aches and Gains. Thank you. The knee is the largest joint in the body, and the knee joint has great susceptibility to injury, age-induced degeneration, and arthritis. Can you give us a sense of how likely it is that we'll develop knee pain in our life? Actually, if you don't have an injury and you don't have an underlying disease, you won't develop knee pain, meaning people can run forever uh, as long as they have good mechanics and don't suffer a knee injury or don't have an underlying disease. And so what we see most commonly is that people injure their knee playing a sport, playing soccer, or basketball, or whatever. They damage the cartilage, the bearing surface inside the knee, or the meniscus cartilage, the shock absorber in their knee. And once they damage that, or once the surgeon has to remove it, That's what starts off the most common types of arthritis and knee pain that we see. We rely on our knees to to basically function. I mean, we need them to walk, bend, run. How debilitating can knee pain be in your experience? Well, in fact, it can be quite debilitating. We often say that, unfortunately, while cancer might kill you, arthritis ruins your life. And that's true for 70 million Americans where they develop some type of arthritis, most commonly osteoarthritis or post-traumatic arthritis, and then it starts to limit their activities. And as they limit their activities more and more, their quality of life as well as their lifespan tends to go down. And so knee pain and the underlying arthritis that can occur is really an incredibly debilitating and very common disease. You know, Kevin, the knee is composed of bones like the femur and the tibia. It's also composed of ligaments and the quadriceps muscle, as well as the menisci or the bursa. If we look at all of these sort of things that compose the knee joint, which of those are the most likely source of pain? Yeah, the soft tissues are very commonly the cause of knee pain. And fortunately, These days, the treatments for those soft tissue causes have really improved quite a lot. So when we focus on a joint, we can think about the hard tissues, such as the bone and the articular cartilage on the end of the bone. And then we can look at the soft tissues, such as the ligament, the meniscus cartilages, the tendons, the things that can become inflamed or torn and develop pain. Mm -hmm. And, And how about body weight? How does that influence the development of knee pain? Well, it's a huge factor, as to use a bad pun. You take two to three million steps per year in normal walking, and those steps are up to five times your body weight, which means if you step off a curb on a single leg, the impact in that joint can be up to five times your normal body weight. So if you lose 10 pounds, that can be up to 50 pounds, two to three million times per year on your joint. So it's very important that you optimize your weight and that you try to reduce your weight if you're overweight. And it makes an enormous impact on the life and the health and the feeling of the joints. Yeah, you know, I hope those who are listening and who are overweight really heed your advice and protect their knee joints. If we look at trauma to the knee, are we talking about injury to the ligaments like the anterior cruciate ligament? I mean, when are we at risk for these injuries that can cause pain? So the most common trauma in the knee is tearing of the meniscus cartilage, the fiber shock absorber, and that occurs about over a million times a year in the United States alone. And so 
what happens is someone can be just as easily getting out of a taxi cab from a low flex position and pivot and twist on their meniscus and tear it, or they can get hit in a football game or a soccer game or tennis or any other activity. That pivot, twisting, catching of the tissue can tear it. In the past, surgeons used to remove the tissue when it was torn, and now we're very uh, biased towards trying to save that tissue because the more meniscus you have, the less chance you have of developing arthritis. And so we here in San Francisco have developed a number of the techniques for regrowing that meniscus or replacing that meniscus if it's torn and lost. Dr. Stone, it's frightening to realize that if we get out of a cab or or just a car and we rotate the wrong way, that we're at risk for damaging the meniscus for arthritis and for and for pain. Good body mechanics really can make a difference. And so if you are strong and healthy and good flexibility and you know how to move well, your chances are diminished of tearing that cartilage. If, on the other hand, you're getting out of an awkward position and you're not particularly flexible or strong or have good balance, you can place your leg in an awkward position and pinch the tissue. You know, you served as the orthopedic surgeon for the U.S. ski team for a number of years. Can you tell us a little bit about your work with one skier who received an anterior cruciate ligament transplant from pig tissue? In the past, we used to take one tissue from the knee, the patellar tendon or the hamstrings, and use that to rebuild the ligament, the ACL, inside the knee. But unfortunately, that's weakening or robbing Peter to pay Paul. You're weakening one part of the knee to rebuild another. And then we also realized that tissues from animals could be used for people if we could strip away the carbohydrates that cause rejection when you put animal tissue into people. And so here... At the Stone Clinic in San Francisco, we developed the enzymatic or the cleavage technique for cleaning animal tissue and humanizing it. And then we developed the techniques for for applying that to ligaments. And then we did the first study where we placed patellar tendons from pigs to replace the ACL in humans. And one of those patients was a Canadian downhill master's champion. And he went on now to win the subsequent four Canadian master's downhill championships on what he calls his pig leg. And uh, so he's quite proud of that. And uh, he's done extremely well. We're very proud of him. And that technology now is available in a wide clinical trial in Europe and will be in a wide clinical trial in the United States shortly. It doesn't sound like it's available yet in the United States. Not yet. What's widely available now is our technique of using human tissue from a tissue bank to rebuild the ACL and the knee joint. We do that very commonly now. And what will be coming is the use of animal tissue rather than having to use human tissue. And the reason for animal tissue is it's young, it's healthy, it's strong, and those pigs are animals that we eat, and so it's not as if we're uh, sacrificing animals just for that technology. It's exciting to hear that there are some great innovations for the treatment of knee injury and pain. When we come back from the break, we'll talk to Dr. Stone about the BioNeat program and how it's helping older adults treat arthritis. I'm Dr. Paul Christo, and this is Aches and Gains. To access podcasts of the show, please go to paulchristomd.com. That's paulchristomd.com. If you have any questions or comments for Dr. Christo, please email him at achesandgains at gmail.com. That's achesandgains at gmail.com. Uh, Kevin, the older adult population is rising quickly, and osteoarthritis commonly affects us as we age. Close to 15% of Americans have symptoms of osteoarthritis. Tell us about your BioKnee program. We will put back a new meniscus or graft their articular cartilage in order to keep them biologic. 
so they'd have a biologic knee replacement rather than an artificial knee replacement. And that's become a, a major source of our research effort and our treatment of patients now to help them remain athletic even into their older ages. Right now, it is a new meniscus from human tissue. And what happens if you're no longer a candidate for the BioKnee program? And now, using a new robotic technology, a robot, we can put in partial knee replacement in many patients who thought they needed a total knee replacement, but in fact, they would benefit from just a partial replacement of the worn-out part of their knee. And the beauty to that is it's an outpatient procedure, and people can walk on it right away. And if the space in the knee joint has not completely collapsed due to arthritis, what can be done? We published a study and demonstrated that buy up to about 9 to 10 years with an 80% success rate, even in fairly significant arthritis, by replacing the meniscus and grafting the articular cartilage. So we think the whole bio-knee program will become much more popular now as people realize that they can do outpatient procedures. Because we're time-limited, I want to summarize some of Dr. Stone's recommendations. He believes that getting an MRI early saves the patient from incorrect therapies, treatments, drugs, or arthroscopy because the diagnostic accuracy of the MRI is so high. And when the history and physical examination, x-ray, and MRI show a definitive mechanical cause of pain, this is often best treated with an arthroscopic procedure. And don't forget that physical therapy and rehabilitation exercises are equally important to treatment. Kevin, what about typical treatments for arthritis of the knee? We can unload that part of the joint by using heel wedges and gait training and muscle training. No arthritic patient comes into our clinic who hasn't favored it for time and developed weakness in their core and their trunk and their upper extremity musculature as well. And so a very careful physical therapy program and training program helps develop a more normal gait pattern, better balance, proprioception, and muscle strength. And that improves how the joint feels right away. On top of that, using careful ice and soft tissue massage mobilizes those stiff tissues that have lost motion. And then next, we're using quite a bit of joint lubrication, which is inside the joint, there's hyaluronic acid. And now we're putting that lubricant back into stiff and arthritic knees rather than taking pills. And then lastly, in a number of joints, we're also using an anabolic in the joint called PRP, where we take blood from the patient, spin their platelets, get the growth factors released from the platelets, and inject them into the knee joint to stimulate healing. Dr. Stone also points out that when other treatments have failed and there's bone-on-bone in the knee and lost motion, then it's best to consider artificial materials like a joint replacement. And computer-assisted surgery has allowed for customization and more accurate results. And now tell us about cartilage restoration and stem cells. We are working on complete cartilage replacements involving stem cells and cartilage caps. Right now, we use stem cells in the joint to regrow local areas of damaged cartilage. That's called a stem cell paste graft technique. Um, But soon, it will be applied to wider areas of cartilage replacement. And Kevin, how effective are glucosamine and chondroitin? We're big believers in the use of glucosamine and chondroitin for knee pain. The most common thing we hear from patients when they come in is, gee, my joint feels less stiff when I stay on glucosamine. And we've noticed if we increase the glucosamine to about 3,000 milligrams a day, patients routinely comment that they feel less stiff. 
it's easier for them to drink it than it is to take the pills. We helped people by doing creating a beverage for them called joint juice to, just to make it easier for them. But we really encourage people to use glucosamine like a vitamin each day. In addition, Dr. Stone feels that many patients do benefit from acupuncture. And because there aren't much data on the use of herbals, he can't recommend them. And finally, Kevin, what are some practical preventive measures to avoid knee damage and pain? Optimize your weight. Build your muscle strength. Lubricate your joints with good nutrition like glucosamine. Use water quite a bit as your primary beverage. Focus on strength and balance and flexibility and have a great attitude. Dr. Stone, thank you very much for joining us. Today. Thank you. Tune in next time when we explore another interesting topic on Aches and Gains. Aches and Gains is supported by Medtronic, Mylan Pharmaceuticals, Purdue Pharma, Endo Pharmaceuticals, Horizon Pharma, Pentech Health, and Boston Scientific. The views and opinions expressed in this radio program are solely the views of Dr. Paul Christo and do not necessarily express the views of this radio station and Johns Hopkins University School of Medicine, nor an endorsement by any or all of them of any of its content. This show provides medical information, not advice. Please consult your personal physician before engaging in any course of treatment or use of any of the techniques or products discussed on this show. Discussion of particular uses of products on this show have not been approved by any of the manufacturers of such products. Aches and Gains is produced by Tom Blair and Ty Ford. Elsa Langford is the technical consultant and engineer. Dr. Paul Christo is the executive producer. Thanks for listening. This is Aches and Gains with Dr. Paul Christo.